Oh, well, welcome right. to the Apartment 5A Podcast. This is Roman, your host. I'm here with Drew and Bro, Mike. Let me just try that again with a little more enthusiasm. Like, are you happy to be here at all, I'm very Roman? happy to be here. I'm fucking tired. I'm fucking tired, man. Roman, you're fucking up right now. You're fucking up, You didn't baby. take your fucking Adderall today? You didn't take your drugs? I don't take Adderall. I do. Maybe you should. I, maybe I should. Thank I don't you, know. Thank you. Get something fucking dumb for once. All right. Yeah, the All videos right, just make themselves, yeah, right? I just show <laughs> I just go on the computer and I find them. They're already done, and then I just post them. Okay. Anyway, welcome to Apartment Five Bit Podcast. My name is Roman. I'm your host. I'm here with Drew and Mike, and uh, you know. It's by this time, nine, yeah, by this time you probably know what this podcast is about, but if you don't, it's about Seinfeld, a show, I don't, if you've never heard of it, it's a show about some guys and some girls, they live in New York and they fucking have a grand some old time. Some guys, one girl. Okay, some guys, one girl. If you've never heard of it and you've been listening to our show Well, yeah, long, if you're like, oh, you still haven't heard of it? oh this hey, is about a show? <laughs> this is about a TV show? Uh, so anyway, tonight we're here to do a uh, double episode episode. If you will. Uh, the first episode we're going to do is called The Apartment. Uh, an episode in which Jerry Seinfeld, again, if you don't know him, look him up. He uh, proposes that uh, Elaine, his friend, can move into the building where he lives. Um, and then after that, we'll do an episode um, called... That was, we'll, a good, that was a good synopsis. We'll that was the first episode, guys. <laughs> it's a it. brief synopsis. And Roman after did that, it. Roman did The Apartment. And then after that, oh, you know, can we smoke cigs in here? Absolutely not. That'd be Stop. awesome if we could. Oh my no, god! Fire off some fucking can can I hit that? Yes. yes. Um, We're gonna do pot now, no, no. Roman. Um, and then after that, we'll do another episode called "The Statue," uh, where George gets in all types of. Uh, conundrums uh, when a statue is stolen right. by a <laughs> uh, metrosexual uh, maid, if you will. Metrosexual? He's quite metrosexual. Jerry's metrosexual if you want to get into it. Look at this guy. Look at that shit. Lifted by Crispy Coil. Crispy Boil. What? The, yeah, oh, speaking the, of that guy. The lighter? Yeah. Nice. Why is, is that a Zippo? Is that an actual Zippo? Why is it pink? Is it significant? Or something. Is it a bacon times Air Max? Let me see. I don't know if it's real. What is it? <coughs> Why wouldn't uh, it be real? I don't think they make fake Zippos. Yeah, I think Zippos are relatively available now. They yeah, still you have. Just get them. Well, they have CVS. They have good ones. These are pretty you know. sick. That's pretty sick. So, let's sick. bring it in. So last week, guys, we yeah. attempted to. Do our weekly show from went away from one of our favorite spots, my favorite place on earth I've ever eaten. Okay, um, you know it's 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 one of our haunts, better than grandma. One of our haunts, we've been there twice. <laughs> I've been in that building three times. What? But only twice as Andy's. It used to be a steakhouse. Uh, Listen. <laughs> All I know is... One of our haunts. One of our old haunts. One of our hangouts. 
Yeah. You know? Yo, Andy. Yeah, we're going here today. Yo, sitting at the bar. Peace to Andy's fucking place. <laughs> I'll never hear this. The service is excellent. <laughs> okay. Fella was crazy. Yo, fella. <laughs> fella was great. <laughs> My man Camel hooked us oh. up. Um, he hooked us up. I was a little disappointed though with the with the steak case there. And the well, crab cakes. <laughs> no, listen. They were fucking amazing. I think they were tuna cakes. Right. Either way, listen to me. That chicken quesadilla, I can still taste it in the back of my mouth. I haven't brushed my teeth since then. <laughs> I thought you didn't know I got it. a piece lodged. <laughs> I thought you were there every day since. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, sneak, I slink over, but I don't tell nobody. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the buffalo prong. Oh, I didn't have any of that because I don't prong. deal with the from the sea <laughs> section. <laughs> You guys uh, dove deep, no pun intended, into uh, the from the sea section. Well, you know, you guys should have had the tuna tartare. No, the the menu said the menu said under the appetizers. I'm in the appetizers. The menu says try Andy's famous crab cakes. Famous. How the fuck can I not try it when they're they're co-signing it from the door? This is our shit. And and what about their famous um, corned beef? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they said that was the only place they made it like that. Yeah, they corned it differently. They, they corned the corn. beef in half. Well, whatever they did, they should have done something you know what else. They, did? they beat it. They beat it with corn. And that they the, the turkey. <laughs> they I mean, that I, listen, <laughs> that turkey was was clucking a few weeks before, a few days before that. It was fresh. The freshness was. They carved it. Do you yeah. think fucking fella carved it? I hope so. My mm. blueberry pancakes. The, those blueberries, oh, the succulents involved in them. Those the bite, they were bursting with country fresh flavor. Absolutely, those blueberries. Those blueberries were. It was really yeah. a delectable treat. So Frozen we tried flavor. to come. We tried to bring you guys just a taste of what we yes, do and where we're coming from. The food it was really too good. Out that good. We're yeah, going to we do got it a little again. Too yeah, the food was Trust too good. Me. No, we're going to have to go in there even more hammered and start it. I think we have to go in there and let them know what's up and have a live. And audience. we'll bring a rig next. We time. should do it live from Andy's. We should. I don't think they really care. we should invite some of our, our people to come out. Oh, definitely. Yo, if you like Seinfeld and you're in the area, stop by Andy's and kick it with us at the booth. That's fucking right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> come on like, up. Anyone that comes people? up, I buy them a, a free dessert. Like, wait, what episode? Yo, I'm the trying to spend $300 at Andy's so I'll give a dessert to anybody that comes up. Dude, peanut butter cheesecake was I fucking fucking excellent. left my what did you do with that carrot out. cake what do you think I did with discarded food in my car it was a dead stock piece it? you should have ate it I don't know uh, it was dead cake. stock I ate mine and, right? and yeah. I didn't know until the next day I mean it was cold that night so it didn't matter but it, it sat in the car all night <sighs> it was wrapped up it <sighs> I would I would Bro, if we, we can go to Night Kitchen right now we can go there right now Roman don't tempt me no, the night kitchen. No, we're going to go to Andy's and just blast off a couple desserts and we'll, we'll fly back. Look, Roman's into it because he's hungry. Barstool said that Del Sanders was the best cheesesteak in Philly? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, weird. Wait, they said that? Yes, it was posted yesterday. I'm not mad at I it. Said, why? That's because you're an idiot. But it's That's not. because you I've be eaten like, a oh, million okay. Del Sanders cheesesteaks in my life. because And they're not the best. Room. You know they're not the best. They're okay. They're good. Listen, as all those places go... They're all equally good. I wouldn't say any of them are better than the rest, though. They're all equally good. Now, I mean, yeah. you know who's opening tomorrow, guys. They said they Do you were. know who's fucking opening Yeah, tomorrow. we're firing You're going to have to fire off an order for me. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, we we my, may need multiple orders tomorrow. My, Jared, 
We're 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 gonna fucking we're gonna need some we're gonna need some Mike, stuff um, tomorrow, Jared. Speaking, Mike, speaking of which, uh, Tuesday I might need you to fire off if possible for me. Roman. So. What? You're high, kid. <laughs> uh, a little bit. So anyway, there's a show, it's called Seinfeld, we love it, and we fucking make a podcast about it, and we're going to blast off with the first episode of our double header tonight, uh, the motherfucking apartment. The apartment here, we got season two, episode five, the apartment. Yeah, good one. Premiered, uh, not my favorite episode. Premiered April 4th, 1991. Yeah, so what the fuck happened in this episode? Well, the it starts out the first scene. Uh, Jerry's doing stand up as usual. Um, yeah. It's a bit about painting his apartment. He keeps talking about how they get smaller and smaller, and I thought this was weird because how much are you painting your fucking apartment? Yeah. Well, Two, I see. Time, you know, you know, it's interesting. It's I hard. It's it's a stretch for a bit. I didn't yeah. get this joke until you explained it and realized that he's talking about the layers of paint are coming coming in, in. like he wall. like he did a thousand trillion layers, right? And that's bullshit. Well, um, I, I think the implication is that it's a rental, and there's a he's just another layer in, you know, yes. a thousand layers of tenants. But I was saying it's funny because he, um, but he mentions every time he paints it, it gets smaller. But he is always doing renovations in there he and changing says, it. As in, he's painting it multiple. Yeah, because he says that the outlets keep getting, pointing out more and more that looks like a pig's nose in the wall. You know, they just get yeah. painted over. So he's wearing a spin- pinstripe sports coat, and uh, we fire off into the second scene, which is at Jerry's apartment. Uh, and Kramer is talking to Jerry and George, and he is all moosed up. He's hey, he comes in, he moose. That's yeah, nice. covered in moose. It's uh, great. Do you ever use moose <laughs> or gel? Yeah, of course. No, I've used moose. Yeah, I've used moose. I used to use moose as a kid. I used a uh, yeah. style mat Yep. I had the L.A. Looks gel back in the day. Dude, like I was... There used to be um, Depp. There was yes, a brand yes. called Depp. Yo, they, they always looked like the Def Leppard album cover because there was like triangles and colors. Yeah, yeah. It was And I think it's saying Depp made me think <sighs> that that was like the... I just was like, what the fuck? When I, yeah. had, when I had my mohawk, I used fucking the strongest fucking... It was basically glue to fucking get it to stick up and it still wouldn't because my hair is too curly. It wouldn't go straight. Really? And then I shaved it off a week later. Huh. Well, Kramer loves the moose, and he says uh, his life pre-moose, post-moose, it's, it's better. It's, it's better changed. Than ever. It's post-moose. He's living, he's living his best life um, with the moose. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jerry and Elaine are in shock at the moose. So he mentions that they're going to watch the New York Marathon at Elaine's friend's uh, house. A brunch. Uh, a brunch, yeah, yeah. where they're going to watch everyone cross the finish line, and it's just... I guess I, in, I guess that's a New York thing. I guess so. If you live there, like we, yeah, we have the Philadelphia Marathon, yeah, the, the Broad Street Run. But I, but my question is, do you? I don't ever. Do people go to watch them? Like they just yeah. go I mean, over the line. That's this it. Is oh, like ninety-one. They didn't have who won. Oh, this guy. It's like the Man Young Bike Race. Like people fucking come from all over to Dude. watch them pass. It's, a, Yo, it's an enormous thing. Back in the day, though, they had the Red Bull Soapbox Derby. Back then, yeah. remember that shit? I used to watch that. Well. So they're talking about this, and you hear Harold and Manny, who are the building superintendents, arguing out in the 
apart out in the hallway over a vacant apartment. Um, the tenant died, missed whatever, and yeah. it was one of the old ladies. Um, this is actually their only appearance. Uh, they were supposed to be in the Newman suicide episode. What, Manny and Harold? Yes, but they were scrapped um, from the episode. Because Glenn the subplot Shaddix. was yeah, the subplot was cut down a little bit. What's his name? Glenn Shaddix. Is that Otho? That's Otho. Yeah, I was gonna say he's Oof. Otho from Beetlejuice, and he's very yeah, Otho esque from Todd McFarlane. Deliver me from L. L. Bean. Wait, no, who was it in Seinfeld though? Harold, Harold from Harold, Harold and Manny. The ah, really? Harold, I haven't Harold seen. They're clearly a couple. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Dude, they're Manny had the fit on lock too. That shit was crazy. Yeah, no, he yeah. looked like. Uh, yeah, he looked like, like a current day. It's so right. crazy that like all the extras in the show, they look like kids like who how people dress now. Yeah, but not Jerry. Like Jerry is the only like Jerry and jo- like George kind of I feel like, but like Jerry not really. But then all the people they like meet the exterior characters all are like dressed like kids now. Yeah, it's wild. Well, they're telling them that the apartment's there. It's rent controlled. It's only three hundred dollars a month. <sighs> crazy. Jerry calls dibs on the apartment for Elaine. Kramer comes. They go back in. Kramer's outfit's crazy. Uh, Jerry yeah, tells Elaine, "Do you want to? What's he say to her? How's he? Do you want to sit or stand? Yeah. He says sitting is good for fainting. Standing is good for jumping up and yes. down. Breaks yeah. it down to her. He tells her about the apartment. She freaks. She does the get out and she pushes him. You know that's the yes. first time we see her really? do that. The bit. get out. Push. She used to do that in first college. One. When she Another, was in school, she did it, and people would. Like, it was a thing she used to do. She would push. Wait, people. really? That's where they got that from? Yeah, it's from her. She wow, that's yeah. wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, she did this in college. So what were we saying? Yeah, that that was the first oh. time in this episode that we see Elaine do that. That's her thing. Jerry has instant regret when he tells her because she talks about being over there all the time, and he's like, "Fuck, you know." And they used to date, and now it's going to be a. Yeah, the whole so problem, weird you know, he doesn't he want to get all caught up. So it goes back to stand-up, and he's talking about life being better as a movie. Um, quick little cut, you know, they're getting shorter on these little stand-up bits, 30 seconds a minute, whatever, here and there. Uh, <clears throat> to the next scene where they're in the cafe. Uh, George walks out, meets Jerry. Um, at the front of Monk's. You never, we rarely right. see the front. You never saw the front, right? Yeah, and it doesn't really make sense when you same. see the it's picture different. of it. From no, it's the street. very different, right? So, they do you know they named monks after Thelonious Monk? Really? Did not know that. Yes, the the staff named it that okay. after in the wow. show because it's not called monks in real life. Okay. Um. So I did not know that. Yes. Uh, Jerry tells George about apartment mishap. He's like, "How the fuck could you do that? How like that's insane?" Uh, she's gonna be there all the time, and he says, "I'm an idiot." Um, yeah. and they argue about who's the bigger idiot. You think you are, I'm the bigger idiot. Now this comes back later. Um, what does he say? Yeah, so he's like, he's telling him how he's gonna have all of his sex and escapades. Out at women's yeah, apartments. Ruined. It's like a permanent road trip, which I thought was funny. You know, what right? I mean? No home yeah. field advantage. Yeah, you're never going to be home. Yeah, home bed advantage. He calls it. Um, I think he's over exaggerating. Well, this is the thing. Uh, I just put it this way. I'm like, Elaine's above him. Right. What you do is just come in. Yeah. Right. If you've lived in an apartment building, you've you've 
you and me, we both like how many people do you yeah. how often do you see the person? No, you'd have to seek each other out right, at that point. Right. It's not like your next door neighbor. Right. And she's next door neighbor there, you hear the door shut. She's there all the time now. Exactly. So like how much more would she really be? Maybe a little Yeah, I was gonna say at night she's doing her thing, yeah. I think you know? it's overreacting. Well, yeah, that's definitely making it a thing. So George mentions um, his wedding band theory where women are way more interested if you have the wedding band on you. And Jerry instantly offers up Kramer's father's wedding band. Uh, yes. And uh, it goes right into the next scene where they're at Kramer's door. Um, he gives him the... He's giving George a ring. And, but he also doesn't he say like what are you doing why don't you get because you're a good looking guy right, get, get some hair get plugs. some plugs or a, <laughs> tells or a, get piece. a hair piece yeah great he, he Kramer is always uh, he a big the piece. advocate for a hair piece yeah he yeah. loves it he says big you look advocate. great he thinks he thinks yeah. George looks great in a piece yeah you know you're a good looking guy we'll, we'll get in that later with uh, Gary um, Fogle yes oh, how and Amanda argue again. <laughs> Uh, they explain that the apartment got taken. Someone offered 5K, and Manny took it. Harold is, is pointing the finger, and Jerry is super hype. Elaine doesn't have 5K. Uh, he's he's even Steven. I mean, before they even mention it. I, yeah. This, yeah. Ever since they mention it, and I've watched the show over and over, it's, it's, it's constant. He's it is done. nonstop. It's already happened 100 times in, in the first 10 episodes we watched. Even Steven. Sorry, guys. The Fox is screaming. Can they hear you think they'll hold the fox? Screen? There's no way they'll hold the fox. Okay, screen. good. Maybe. Um, I actually don't even so know. So, Jerry tells George, you know, this is going to take some heavy acting. You know, we got to pretend to be upset. George claims every second of his life is a lie. Um, and Jerry, in this scene, is wearing black jeans with an orange sweater, like a big sweater, skinny jeans, and trainer SC, too. Yeah. In this episode as well. As the, yeah, episode. it's the same shoe. Yes. He's wearing, he's wearing it both ones. Um, it Elaine, looks it looks great. I want to talk about that for a second. Yeah, that's the it's like white with a little charcoal and some navy and some some uh, sport blue, blue on it. Sport blue. Yep, yeah. looks really good. Um, Think of the time, sport blue. That's around the time the six came out. Sport blue for years on all the blogs before that, uh, all the sneaker things. It was SPT, and everyone thought it was September blue, and it was a fucking thought and a theory and a rumor with sneakers for years, and they called them September blues. And then I guess I somebody got the original packet and finally posted some Why OG did, shit. I would, I would go sport. Like, that to me, that they says were called sport. September Why September? I, I don't know. That's I think weird. people thought, like, I don't know. But the people thought it was called September Blue. Wow. That's strange. Sport Blue. <coughs> they just retro The world may never know. One. The world may never know. But but he's got the Sport Blue Trainer SC2s on. Great right. shoe. Those old original versions of them were so nice. Thick leather. leather. Yeah, you can see it in in one. I'm not sure if it's this episode or the next one. He's sitting on a stool, and there's a great like there's a great side shot of it, a great flex shot. Yeah, in the next one. Um, yeah, you can see, you you can can see really how see good that the show. quality is. Um, so Elaine walks in. Um, she enters. She's very happy. She's singing. <laughs> um, George is like, who is prepared to lie, lie, lie? Sees hell. This is gonna crush her, and he has to just walk away. Uh, Jerry tells Elaine about the 5K. She yeah. can't move. It's upsetting. Kramer walks in. What's wrong? I need 5K. Slaughter to 5K. Yeah, and What's this it? is a bit they always come back to with Kramer, I feel like. Yeah, him just, well, him. Him blowing he, up the spot, like, mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, Sometimes yeah, you need him to. 
And whenever you don't need him to, we always fucking. He yeah. did it in the last one last with the girlfriend. Cotton Dockers. Yes. Just, just Cotton Dockers. Did it. Last episode, yes. Uh, last episode, yes. right. What about the episode where Jerry says, hey, come in and introduce yourself? And he comes in and he's like, yeah. how you doing? And then leaves. I tried. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, George did that. I tried. Um, yeah, so. Um, you know, what's 5K between friends? Yeah. You know? Lender uh, the money. Basically, speaking for Jerry. Jerry into it, and he's speaking for her. Yeah. So she leaves. Jerry. What well, she tells Jerry, this might take me a long time, years. even years, to pay you back. Years. Yeah, of course. You know that's a that's a that's a long time, and um, she leaves, and Jerry just snaps on Kramer. He says, "You see, you're not normal. You're a pod." Yeah. A what? A pod. He calls him pod. A pod. Yeah. What do you what? What do you mean, a pod? <laughs> this fucking guy. I don't no. know. I mean, it's just like a like a pod. Like, like, like a pod? Like not, did you ever see like Invasion of the Body I was going to say, that's what it's no. based off of. Jesus, man. You mean like a pod of... How do you not know like it's anything? An it's an alien. What are you talking about? Right, like We've got to add this to a list we got to do, because now he doesn't know pod, he doesn't know humping something, he doesn't uh, know... Wait, let me... You've uh, seen this episode many times, right? He just yeah. thought it was something. Well, what'd you think was going on? At I don't this know. There's a lot of stuff dialogue. in this show where I'm just like, cool. Like, I just get it. They make a reference to something. I don't know what they're talking about. I just let it go. Happens all the time. It's like Inca Dink. Like, what the fuck is that? I don't Inca know. Inca I got no idea. So, you know, um... Oh, I think he's telling her that, and then I think Elaine comes back in, and she says, I'll take it, right? Because I have it written down, I'll take it. Uh, I don't know why. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the next scene, they're at Elaine's friend's house watching the New York Marathon, and yeah. George pretends to be married. Yes. Oh, my God. This is a great scene. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say, uh, yes. So, he's talking to a couple different chicks. You know, Teresa Randall. Hottie. Yes. From Girl 6. Mm-hmm. Um, She's the last one he talks to, right? He talks to the one chick, the then he girl. talks to the Asian girl, then he talks yes. to the black girl. Yes. 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 Quick little other footnote. Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' stepsister is in this episode. Yes. Really? As an extra in... In this scene, I believe. I have this written down somewhere. Yeah. It's interesting. She was in quite a few... Um, Seinfeld episode. Yeah. She credited because. I don't know if she's credited, but she played the waitress at Monks in later scenes. Really? Mm hmm. Wait, like with a speaking role or just like. No, I don't. don't... It was her half sister. They they shared a mother. No, but I'm. Uh, Maybe as a waitress, maybe with like a a semi speaking role or like a. No, but I'm talking about like the girl. Is it the girl who gives the finger or is it fucking Uh, Manor? It could be. Could be. I mean, it could be. The girl we'll have to the look that up. One of the times. Right. You know what I mean? There was yeah. a million of them. So they're there, um, and then the race is happening. Um, she's like, she's so excited, and Jerry is just like this fucking idiot. He can't believe that she's so excited over this race, and he's like, you know, putting it in the way he would. Uh, what's there to see? A woman from Norway, a guy from Kenya, and twenty thousand losers. Yes, it's true though. Yeah, of course. Two, win- two winners and 20,000 losers. Wait, what do you what mean? Mean? That's what like you- the most boring fucking thing. Wait, what do you mean two winners? You can winners, watch. Though? 
Because you think about that, listen to this. I think you have your either first and second, or you might have a female and a male uh, participant. Listen to this, though. That's got to be like one of the worst fucking things you would want to watch. Yeah. But yeah it's terrible. Yeah. What do you you don't see the whole thing because you no. can't go for No, you only see the. Right. You this only this see marathon comes up many times in the show. Like these people who stand <clears throat> online at a marathon. Jean Paul, Jean Paul. Jean Paul, Jean Paul. I love Jean Paul. Me too. Fucking guy's great. Uh, and George is showing <laughs> off the ring. Uh, he's flailing his hand. The ring works. Uh, Elaine introduces him to somebody from her short story class. What? Yeah, you're taking a short. You're writing. That is true. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I guess I just thought of like how like corny it sounded, but I'm like, yeah, she was a writer. You know, she was trying to write a Murphy Brown script. She did. Yeah. She did write she a Murphy, a Murphy Brown. Brown. That's the yeah. best. Um, so George, it cuts to George, and it's him just claiming that uh, being a matador is simple. Yeah, you, know, you just move the town. Yeah, this matador theme is always they're always remember that she says she Enrico, dated the matador. What does he call himself? Enrico Carocho. Um, yes, yeah, Carocho. Like it's Yo, so weird because it's probably something that sticks in Larry's head that he just can't yeah. respect a matador. Yeah, you know what I mean. No. Like something he he can't like just get closure on. Yeah, it's the way he stands. Right, whatever. The or matador, bullshit, you know, and he's right. It is. You wave the thing, you run away. I saw a bullfight once. I know. Right. Um, again, Jerry's worried no, about the same building point. cramping uh, the style with Elaine. They're talking about it. You know, they say that it doesn't. Um, the third girl, what's her name? Hitting on George. Oh, uh, Teresa. Um, I'm sorry. What the fuck? What happened? Put me off guard there. Oh. Teresa Randall. Yes. Okay. So... She is, uh, they have the idiot talk for the second time in this episode. And, uh, who they're claiming back and forth, who's the bigger idiot. Yes. And he says, not only did I turn down free tickets to any game. Yeah, because yeah. one girl worked at for Madison. Uh, yeah, she Square worked for Madison. Yep. And, she, and she said I could get tickets to any sporting A event. lifetime of kill-free sex. Next. And then what was this third one? Uh, I can't remember. No, I think he just says those. I think he just Last says, time with Gilfrey sex. Free he says, a little respect for me. I am Costanza. For I am Costanza, the lord of the idiots. Yes. Yeah, and then the, the girl yells out the window. Yes, and he you're goes. You're all winners. Yeah, you're, you're all, all winners. Yeah. And they can't. They, no, they look back. Yeah. It's like how mean you look at Roman. Right. Yeah. Uh, like and they look, look at and discuss, and he goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a contender for a bigger idiot. And uh, fuck, what was I just going to say about that? Um. Lord of the Idiots. Oh, Jerry was originally supposed to, I think, say that, and they had it go to George because it made much more sense for George to be the Lord of the Idiots. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so the next scene, they jump to Jerry's apartment, and he's going to tell Elaine that he can't... Yeah, that's not a good apartment. idea, right? Right. It's not good. It's not good. Um, but see. somebody comes in... Well, Yes, but right before that, they show George. He's on the phone with George telling him to butter his finger because he's got the fucking ring stuck on his finger. Yeah, use some axle grease. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where Kramer walks in with a purple flower button-up, moose hair. And that's what you're saying. Looking smooth. And he found someone. And he found someone, right, for $10,000. Yep. Which pretty much... When there's so look. This is where I'm fucking... So when they're saying five grand... Are they just offering, hey, I'll pay well, this to get that apartment? Yes. Yeah. Like, to find you your could, Yeah, like you could... Like, if there's... Uh, in, 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 
in New York, it's much more common, I guess. I don't know from Probably experience. Probably like well, a courtesy they to have, keep you like, moved into that. Apartment buildings are much bigger, and they have like supers and, and yes. managers. And these guys pretty much run the fucking show for the property owner. They right. live there. They collect rent. They know everything that's going on. So, yeah, when it's their job to do that, get another, you know, tenant in there. Yeah, dude, a $400 apartment. Um, yeah. You know, we I sent you guys that thing on Jerry's apartment this week. And I don't know if he's either of you's read it. So, yeah, break down the rent. It talks about how much well it's getting out. It was a, it was a in Esquire. Damn, from are looking what? I've been working out a lot. Roman looks like Burt Kreischer when he was... Uh, I actually found a picture of Burt Kreischer. It looks identical to you. What? It looks like Roman. <laughs> oh, bro. I'm going to get a sound call. So, <laughs> so um, Esquire magazine recently did a um, an article called What's the Deal with Jerry's Apartment? See, the internet kind of went abuzz the other day when somebody posted a floor plan of Jerry's... What happened? Somebody posted a floor, a floor plan, I believe, on Reddit, basically saying that the way Jerry's apartment is laid out, it couldn't really exist the way the hallway is outside. Yeah, it could not. Because if you go outside of Jerry's apartment, he's evenly across from Kramer on a T... You know, who's that? Roman? Roman would have go T. It is Roman. So, I guess that... You know, okay. like I said, that sent the internet world a buzz. So, yeah, so Esquire did a a whole story on it that um I'd like to talk about real quick. Yeah, run let's run through this because um, they sure. uh they break down a few things. They do inaccuracies, right? So you want to open it up too, or do you have it? Or so it says um the like we just said the way. The way the hallway is, obviously, you know, it it's obviously doesn't work because Jerry's front door is on an angle, but we both know the hallway. The kitchen's cut is, out of the corner. Is directly across from Kramer. Yes. So outside, that just wouldn't work. Would not um, work. I mean, unless it, you know, you can no, just suspend an disbelief. An obviously. Yeah, you just got to suspend it. Right. You know, there, and there's another uh, other jump in logics. Like they say, how could Jerry, who's a moderately successful comedian, afford an Upper West Side apartment, even in the 90s. Something like that... Oops, something like that area would be somewhere around twenty-five, sixty a month back then. Twenty-five, sixty. Yes. Back then? Back then, yes. Bro, that's way more than Well, they just said... I think now, now it says adjusted for inflation, that would be like paying 46 46 a month now. 5K a month. Yeah. And that's, of course, there's Kramer's apartment, which, among other things, has a hot tub. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah you know, and it goes into, you know, explan some, you know, could be an explanation. So 25, but see, this is the thing. What if Jerry got that from a dead tenant that was rent controlled? Could have. What yeah, if Jerry's really only possible. paying 250 a month? For real. Because right. Elaine's about to pay 400 so Elaine's apartment is going to be the same as Jerry's. So if he was twenty five hundred, but she's about to get it for four. Twenty five hundred versus four hundred—that's crazy. Um, All. Of them. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. These numbers seem crazy because that seems so high. And 400 seems so cheap that they'd be like, there's no way we're letting someone get grandfathered in. Right. Well, Maybe look. he was making that kind of money. It's very possible. It there's a whole possible. episode about how rich he is, basically. I mean, Kramer's all upset. If he, made 100, if he made 100 grand back then, he'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, he could swing that. Right? Yeah. You yeah. gotta remember, he, you know, well, I guess he does have a car and. And if his rents that and he's making that money, then it makes me think that that jacket that he bought, it's all better. afford the jacket. Well, yeah. so just food for thought. Because yes. like we were saying, the, the the internet was a buzz all about Jerry's apartment. <laughs> Very much so. This is uh, 2021 and people are still getting crazy about it. It which really. I think is excellent. Absolutely. Um, so he says he found someone to pay 10K. He's a musician. A musician. Uh, Kramer totally redeemed himself. You know, he said sometimes I look out for the humans. Yes. So because uh, he's a pod. Sure, he whatever that means. Um, the next scene there at Jerry's apartment. Um, Elaine, Manny, Harold, and Jerry. Yeah, they're looking up. The new neighbors are in a band. They are fucking jamming out to some. What were they shit. playing? Something. It sounded like a preset on a fucking keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, this is Kramer. Kramer found this guy. Yeah, Kramer got that guy. Uh, Kramer comes walking in dressed to golf with a golf club. Uh, and um, they're saying it never stops. Kramer goes, oh, uh, the what next one's my say? favorite. Yeah, the next one's my favorite, yeah. What? What's the next one? He, that's what he no, just he says. says it. Kramer goes, oh, I love the one they play next after this. Yeah. Um, Does anybody notice what uh, Harold says? What's he say? It stinks up there. That's right. What's it stink like? Oh, shit. Yeah. And where were they getting Kramer's it? buddy. He's got a lot of cash to move in an apartment. Where's Kramer and old guy? In the music business. Oh, man. We got we're it. linking things here. Kramer was like, yo. Together. Like, Kramer was like, yo, I'll just move this stumbled guy in. I just stumbled on this just now. Just now. Yeah. Because, yo, think about it, too. If that was one of I Kramer's, one of Kramer's uh, customers or his plug, maybe. This is what Fuck. I'm saying. I'm going to go customer, probably. Well, yeah, Kramer moved them right in there. He goes, but he knew somebody, banking. right? I know somebody. Kramer's... I love this song. It, Harold, it smells up there. Yeah. Kramer knew somebody at 10K. Found them in a day. Boom. Weird. Strange. Interesting stuff. And even take it to, like, further, like, Kramer associated with that girl. Remember, he dated her, the one who thought he died? Yingling? Yeah. No, the joint. Oh, yeah. We remember, had one. Kramer... Or did you want to die it out? No. No. Remember, Kramer was dating that girl that <coughs> thought he was yes. dead and threw him in the river? Yes. What's he doing associating with a I woke with up a, in the East River in a, a sack. That tight with like. Well, we're going to get to all his She's at the mafia. Yeah. At one point. What we're saying and is, cut. so they're arguing about. <laughs> yeah. Kramer's like, comes in with the golf club. He love loves this his song. song. Starts rocking out. Finn. So, Finn. it goes into the last uh, scene, Finn. which is uh, Jerry stand-up, and he is talking about people being loud and talking about being in the movies and how he... Has to shush people, and how he used to be a shushy, and now he's a shusher. Yeah. And he's saying in the movie, you can't shush some of these people, and uh, it's just funny. He calls them the unshushables. I thought that that gave me a laugh. Um, like the untouchables. And this was, uh, you know, a couple little facts about this episode. Um, it was the first episode in the new time slot after um, right. Cheers, and. It was renewed because of that, you know, and they did got you, picked up for a small run of a third season did, and then clearly renewed. Did you renewed. also know that this was the first episode after a two-month hiatus? Yes. Yeah, I know they took him away for a little bit. They yep. took it away? Why is that? Months, yeah. 
because it was considered for cancellation. Yeah. Wow. And um, so the new time slot helped boost the show's ratings, obviously, and it got renewed after the third season. It was watched in 15.7 million homes, making it the ninth watch program of the week. It was broadcasted. Wow. And another little fact, there was uh, someone that worked on the show, uh, Joan Van Horn, she had an extra role. She was feeding a ba- the baby. Now, the another head. statistical point of that is... Um, the Cheers audience was twenty point five million. You know, <coughs> Cheers was like on its way out. Didn't catch Eminem on the way though. I well, never, my point I is never Cheers watched. was on its way out at that point. Jerry's very early and he's got fifteen point seven. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, just to scale that, you know. Yeah, I think they said they wanted fifteen to eighteen million viewers or some shit. That was the number they were going for. That's a lot of people back then, dude. Dude, is Cheers good? I think about it. it. Like a good podcast now. A good podcast got twenty million views. Cheers. I mean, I went to the Cheers bar in Boston. I don't know if I mean I don't know if you would. Um, I think it's funny. It's just an easy show to watch. You can put it on. It's like yeah. funny. Yeah. Miles. The extras were good. Right. Carla, had, the waitress. So what about spin-offs. the Seinfeld episode where he has motherfucking. The guys on on with Corbin Burnson. The yeah. trip. The trip. I just saw Murder. George went in a killer episode of Murder She Wrote the other day. Did you? Is that who that guy was? So you like Murder She Wrote? No, I just threw on the TV the other morning. Wait. Was on that channel. Jessica Lansbury. My other question is: the spinoff of Cheers was motherfucking Frasier, right? Frasier. I heard that shit's trash. There's but there's people that Frasier? live by it and love it. I I never thought it was trash. I think it's decent. Yeah, some it's people. It's not bad. I used to watch it. Some people. Because right. it, it would come on like right before Seinfeld on on syndication. Oh really? No, it wasn't that bad. Uh, Frasier's not a bad show. Okay. Um, you know. We are here. To talk about. Yo, I actually. This is um. I like this episode. Oh, this episode is fucking amazing, dude. It's good. Uh, they do a sting. The statue. Yeah, this episode is one of the ones that since the beginning. So, like I said, I don't know. I'm sure there was whole years where I missed entire seasons of Seinfeld being a kid. Oh, yeah. But I would definitely see parts of one or some right. of one. And I don't know if I probably didn't watch this whole episode, but I think this was probably one of the early ones I saw and was like, it's one of those ones. Kramer's got a great part. It really just makes you like, it brings love, you into the show. I love Ray and Rafa. They're fucking great. They are amazing, dude. Yeah, um, damn, I forgot to write down Ray's fucking quotes. You know what? Script book. Yeah, you have a, you have a, you should have. Bang. Bang. Is that every script? Go, baby. So, yeah. um, you know, so we start off the show. Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, let me open up. Jerry is doing a stand-up bit. Yeah. So they st- feels weird around this maid. Um. <laughs> is that what he's doing? Right? No, this one's just talking about Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh, you may have Apparently, I've I've already won. (laughs) And I just wrote down Publishers Clearinghouse. And uh, who was it? Jim McMahon that ran that? Ed McMahon. McMahon. Who apparently was always just hammered on the fucking Johnny Carson show. Jim McMahon was a quarterback. Quarterback. That's why I was going, were they the same name or not? But I'm like, oh, it's Ed McMahon. Jim McMahon was a rapping quarterback. He rapped? Wait, who's Ed McMahon? He was, uh... Johnny Carson's sidekick. Who's Johnny Carson? And he's... And he, um... Did the sweepstakes for Publisher's Clearance House. Publisher's Clearance House. And he also, uh... 
Is it you clearing or clearance? Clearance. <laughs> is Johnny Carson, Johnny Carson's that guy on Late Night, right? He or was, was? He was the original guy, yeah, Late Night. The Late Show. Shit. With Johnny Carson. Tonight Show, I'm sorry, with Johnny Carson. Where did it go? Jay Leno? It <laughs> to Leno. And then now well, it was going to Leno, but it, then well, there make, was like a went, big thing. Did, did you ever see the late night war movie? Never. It's good. Yeah, there's two people that play both of them. It's an HBO movie. From yeah, back in the Jay day. Leno and David Letterman went kind of head to head for it. It went to, but it went to. It didn't go to Leno. It went you to. It went to Letterman, right? Time, didn't Letterman get Carson's spot? And then Jay Leno got an <laughs> NBC deal. Then the same thing kind of happened with Leno and Conan. Conan took Conan, over Lennon, Leno, then Leno didn't like that he was doing a different show and took Conan's time slot back. That's yeah. when Conan was like, yo, fuck you motherfuckers. Fuck yeah. NBC, I'm going to Me and Mike were talking about fucking Conan the other day. Dude, Conan's Conan's the best. show, He's the it best. was the early ones. Even now, dude, it's still funnier yeah, than Conan's like... Conan's hilarious, but that show used to be just incredible. Triumph. Yes. For me to poop on. For me to poop. It's this guy. It's the guy, the blink guy. The robbery. Uh, was the robbery first season? Yes, first season. What's, what episode is the robbery? We're in the apartment. Yeah, yeah, it's like season 10. Season 3, episode 6. Or season 2, episode 6. <laughs> Excuse me. Um... Okay, so it's hard to find um, these. Joel Hornick, that's after. I'm almost trying to just see it. Like, I don't know how to find. Oh, there we go. Season one, the robber. Okay, it's on the bottom. Joel Rifkin. Mail on Bonnie, season two. No, mail on Bonnie, season one. Phone message, the apartment. There we go. The apartment. Statue. There's a description long. Here we go. Statue. Okay. So. <clears throat> sorry about that. So we're back after Jerry's uh, publisher's clearance house bit. You know, he's wearing a blazer with shoulder pads in it. Yeah. Motherfucker looks like Jim McMahon. So, goes to this next scene. Uh, they're in Jerry's apartment. Jerry and Kramer are moving a box in, an old box from yeah. basement storage. George is on the couch, uh, not helping anybody. He says, oh, don't get up. Yes. We got it. We're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> mentioned something about cleaning the apartment, uh, and he finds, Kramer finds his, uh, the statue in the box. Um, George sees this and says, oh, my God, uh, I had that when I was a kid. Yeah. His parents had the statue. My parents had the statue. They loved it. It was their prized possession. And he broke it singing what? Uh, he broke MacArthur it at age singing, 10. He was singing MacArthur Park. The part where it says, I'll never have the recipe again. again. Yes. And yeah. he Insert song, Roman. All right. Bung. So, uh, real quick, a uh, little tidbit about that. That was not originally supposed to be MacArthur Park. Really? Yes. The original yes. song that they were going to use was I read that. No Cure for Summertime Blues. Ain't No Cure for the Summertime <clears throat> So, um, <clears throat> they are arguing over who's going to get it. Clearly, you think Kramer would just give it to him. Right. 
but George was George was a little insistent in his approach. You yes. know, if he probably purchased salt or cream, we would have given it to him. Uh, they argue back and forth. He says, "Hop, I'm not going to do hot potato, but I'll do inkadenka." Yes, inkadenka. I never heard of that until this. We knew eeny meeny miny mo. It's yeah, good, it's me too. Thing. Easy manipulation, and I don't understand when kids were fucking young. Yeah, assholes. I would run through it right in my head. I would be sit there. And I'd be like, I would literally be talking more like this just while I'm going. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. That's and I would know if I had to start on me or start on you. That's what I based yeah. it all off of. It was Wait, just the start. Real quick though. And I would add things. That's my what mother said to pick sure. the very best one. And that which is Y O U red, white, white and, and blue. blue. Because of poo. Because it's you. And I will not yeah, sound keep going. And I'll keep, yeah, bro. Oh keep my god. Yeah, Some yeah. kids would be like, Whoa, that's the longest version yeah. I ever heard. I'm like, Yeah. Well that's, that's like why the kids you, in that's my That's why you're it, buddy. Elementary school kids would be like <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot, and then somebody use, they'd be like, yo, I got gun, and you're just dead. And I'm like, fuck out of here. That's like when you do a, a thumb war and someone will put their hand down and call it bird poop. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought you were answering a phone. That's weird. What you, the fuck? You, got, you guys had strange, strange rules. I thought you were answering a phone. You were like. No. I thought I heard. But it was you blowing your nose. Why would I? Why would my phone sound like a walkie-talkie? I thought you had a Nextel. Like, I thought somebody got charged. Yeah, let's get Nextel. Let's get a family plan. It's probably like eight bucks. Yeah, we don't even need the phone part. Do you think we could still use the Nokia? I dealt with the eeny meeny miny mo. Inkadinka was so inkadinka. I bubble gum, bubble gum in a dish. I do remember the bubble gum, bubble gum in a dish. How many? You put your foot in. I remember people would bust that out, but I didn't like it. Um. Don't trust it. It made me want bubblegum when they sang it, to be honest. And when I wanted a whole dish some of big league, Some, some big league right chew. Ooh. Yeah, we should get some big league chew for next week. What's up? We can fire that off. It's and astronaut ice cream. So Fuck yeah. He goes, oh uh, he is it. It is good. It is very good. Uh, Kramer throws him the statue. So Kramer yeah, clearly just, out. you know. Yes. He catches it. Uh and real quick side note, uh, Kramer goes. I'm just gonna keep the uh, the hat and the shoes and the jacket, uh, like yeah. Joe Friday from Dragnet. Yeah. And they kept having multiple Dragnet references in this because the one writer was obsessed with Dragnet. Really. Um, and he just yeah he he kept. Uh, he found an angle to work Dragnet in, so he, he yeah he, he said fuck it. it, let's give this shit some, uh, you know, some some references. So they walk out, and he's like. It's good. He he has to ask and Jerry's like, no, man. He said, you can thank me for that. It yeah. is bad. Very bad. It's and it bad. is. Yeah, you're it. Of course, it. you're it. If you're playing tag you, and you're yeah, it, yes. It, it is not. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I can't believe Jerry wasn't able to manipulate that and not make him it. I can't believe Kramer didn't catch on. Yeah, Kramer's usually on that shit. Yeah. You know? He probably had to go move and bust a trap anyway. Facts. So they, bust, uh, um, they go to the next scene. Um... Rava and Elaine are at Jerry's. Rava is a character, and Elaine wants to... She's a writer, a, f a yes. famous writer, and Elaine wants to edit her book, or is editing her book. She's editing her book. Yes, Rava says... Well, she she says right here, she cut off the other editors, and she wants Elaine to do it. And um, she's just the epitome of fucking miserable. Yes. Yeah, smoking she's, hot. She's smoking yeah, it right Euro now. Yeah, Euro trash. Typical. Yeah, I was about to say, Ripping yeah. a cig right in Jerry's apartment. Of course. They're smoking there often, though. Of course. Um, And Ray comes in, and he's wearing the purple varsity jacket. Yes. And he is talking crazy. So he's got a great, like, monologue. You must be here. Jerry, Lord of the Manor. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. What does he say, Roman? You must be Jerry, well, Lord of the Manor. He does like a. a yeah, he whole, does a, a whole thing, but then he's yeah, that's the one. That really he does like a me. whole bow and. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah. He's a real theater kid. He's right. He's, he's he very really, much seems he seems he, he, reminds he carries me a lot the of air kids. of a pretentious, mannerly, affected actor. Yeah, affected with an A. Oh. Yeah, he reminds me of a lot of ah, kids. Greetings, greetings, and salutations. I beg your forgiveness. My tardiness was unavoidable. Rava, my love, Elaine, dear friend, and you, you must be Jerry, Lord of the Manor. Ah, my liege, a pleasure to serve you. He bows. This fucking guy is out. A he's fucking hand. hand. He's great, though. He yeah, is, he's, he's, he's fucking great. great. He's a great. He's and a great I, the, you know, real quick, some of the other people that were up for this part, great are, actors, but yeah. I don't think Wait, would be really? nearly as funny. No, the only other as who guy else guy. was up for it? Hank Azaria, Hank really, Azaria, and who else? Tony Shalhoub. Wow, you know who Shalhoub is? No. yeah, Monk. <clears throat> he played Monk. Monk Cafe, Wait, and he Monk? also was in um, uh, Wings. Also in one of my, well, a movie I like a lot, The Siege, with Denzel Washington yes, and yes. Annette Bening, which never was a wild, it. never saw that wild movie. Good? It, it's, yeah, it's, it came out in the late 90s, but it's basically, that. if there was, what if there was crazy Islamic fundamentalist terrorism in New York? The Siege? Had, yes. I'm watching And they had this. to shut down... What if they had to put New York under martial law, Manhattan? Oh, man. And Bruce Willis is the general. And Denzel's it. in it? And Denzel. And yep, dude, who one. else? Tony Denzel Shalhoub. in the late 90s had fucking hits. I was just Benning. talking about Training Day this morning. Right, I'm it's watching a really the good movie. I, got, I think I have it on DVD somewhere. But it was... Uh, it's it, You know, looking back now, you oh, were like... Oh, I have a couple you, of you, your DVDs. What do you have? Motherfucking... Uh, Cooley High, uh, fucking, cru- uh, cruising, Roman fu- and again. Uh, one more or two more, I think. So, Roman, should I keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so, <clears throat> Rava instantly, right away, we have to get back to work the second uh, Ray comes in. And Ray says, your palace shall sparkle like the stars in heaven upon your safe arrival, sire. Jerry says the toilet brush is under the sink. They leave. It goes into a stand-up scene. Um, Jerry's talking about how he could not be a maid. And just, you know, how he... he, You know, you're sitting there with your sofa. They go by with the vacuum. I'm really sorry about this. You know, he's just talking about the the whole... He couldn't be the maid. Yeah, he feels cheap, you know, that he would have a mess. And they see the mess. Then why wouldn't you clean this? Who leaves a mess? It's a whole you thing. Know, it's a whole thing. So, uh, the next scene, they're back in Jerry's apartment. Uh, he's raving, raving about Ray's cleaning. And oh. Ray, he he just, he cleaned everything. He's he amazing. seems like a good housekeeper. He does. You know, very uh, detail-oriented. Um, he says he unca- uncoagulated the top of the dishwashing liquid. Listen, can I tell you something? I hate when, that, when the top of the, the soap is crazy. I wash it. And when I wash it, I think of this everything. No, I, yeah, I wash, but I, I mean, wipe. I might. I mean, well, what you do is you close it and give it the good wipe. And, the wipe. But instead of you know, you get all the soap all around. Yeah, Sometimes wipe. I just close it and run it under the sink. That works. It's too. soap. It cleans itself. Yeah, of course, you of know course. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, 
Uh, but this makes me think of that every time I wipe that off. This episode, I go, it makes me think of this. Um, he cleaned out the bottom of the little egg cups in the fridge. That's crazy. He got the whole area between the refrigerator and the counter. The small little... That's crazy. Can I be honest? I feel like whenever I clean my kitchen, I don't know if I clean a little better because of this episode, but I do think of these details in this episode. He says he must be like a rubber man. Lane says there's no rubber man, which is pretty funny. There's plastic man. Plastic man. Um... So, they're leaving. They go to Rava's house. Jerry's going with her. Um, they get to Rava's house. Again, Rava's smoking. Always smoking. Um, Jerry's wearing trainer SCs again. Uh, and Rava says, uh, Ray is late as usual. There is Ray, late as usual. <clears throat> the cast loved that quote so much that for years they would just like say it to each other. Like, it's, like I was saying whatever They'd probably just be like There's Ray Late as usual You know they would just Say it to each okay. other For no, years It was like cool. an ongoing thing Cause it was pretty funny Um Jerry walks in He sees that statue Right there Or you just He sees it Um And he knows it's his There's no way There's just no His eyes averted to it Yes he knew it was him yeah. There's no way Uh That that's not Stolen right Cause the thing is We don't I mean it's not really we know what happens, but do you, you ever see a stolen do you item think, in, in a friend's house or in someone's house? I've well, I've seen stolen items. Yes, definitely seen stolen items places. Stolen from your house? If I think hard enough, probably. And I know stories. You know, I heard someone we know one time gifted somebody something. I think that's oh, the story. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the thing went missing. Mm-hmm, the thing went missing. And the person who gifted to them was wearing the stolen thing. They took their gift back. They took their what? gift back. It's a thing I heard. Crazy. So, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Jerry calls. Oh, so Jerry goes, I know how we can figure it out. We'll call Kramer. He'll go in. He'll check on the, uh, does Ray come in? Yes, Ray comes when, in. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. So, look. Hold on. When he comes in. Yeah, here. So, look. here. Yeah, let's have Ray coming in. So, he's, like, coming in. Ray comes in, and he's got the, he's, like, he's got a look on his face, and automatically perks up. Ah, the, the Jerry's here, and he goes in. Well, he comes bullshit. in mad, and then yeah. he sees them, and he, he go, jumps yeah. right into character. Right, he jumps right And they really the display that character, because yeah. what they... You, the, actually, you know what? I just answered my question. Because you see, he really is a fucking scumbag. He's, he's full of he's shit. He's a dickhead. He's full of shit. So you know he did, definitely stole it, but what I'm saying is... Uh, so, uh, well, this is, unex- this is right. Well, this is an unexpected surprise and delight. The once and future king of comedy, Jerry the First, gracing our humble abode, Rava... We're in the presence of royalty. Really, right? Relax. Yo, and, and How do you even have these words? Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's he's probably a fucking English major. Or theater major. Right, some right pretentious douchebag shit. Hey, Ray, listen, you did a really tremendous job cleaning the apartment. Ray, but I didn't just clean your apartment. It was a ritual, a ceremony, a celebration of life. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah. Shouldn't you be out on the ledge somewhere? Jerry says to him. <laughs> and then immediately, doesn't Rava get on his shit? Well, he sits down, and he kind of like, 
falls into himself because he is more than willing to do anything for Jerry and play his character. And then the second um, Rava says, uh, the water's boiling tea. So they, she says, Ray, would you give me a hand? And he, breaking character, yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, he flops yeah, yeah. his arms. He don't want to help her. He don't have he's to be. That's why she probably likes him because he's not this character around her. He's like a miserable right. sack of crap like she is. Yeah. Um, so Jerry is pointing to the statue. He's telling Elaine it's stolen. She's like, please don't mess this up. I got to edit this book. This is huge for me. Yeah. We'll call Kramer. Uh, you know, um, he'll look in, the, he'll look in uh, the apartment and let me know. Ray pops out. Do you take sugar? You know, uh, they both say no. Um, so he calls uh, Kramer. And this is hilarious because uh, this happens all the time in the show. Whenever George calls Jerry, Jerry pretends to not know who it is. Right. And yeah. Craig, George, Craig, Jerry calls Kramer, and he goes, uh, clearly, Jerry who? Seinfeld, your next-door neighbor. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's Jerry. Jerry from next door. Yes, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was insistent. There's multiple Jerry's from yeah. next door. So, well, you know, when you're calling up, when you're calling up the pot guy from a strange number... Yes. You know what I mean? Which, of course he doesn't know who it is. Yeah, which Jerry is You're calling it? me from a goofy number. I don't, you know, who, who Jerry is. You're whispering. Yeah. So, this is true. And look, this plays back on the episode with the phone message because, remember, she's like, George, why are you telling me your father wears his sneakers, sneakers in, the in the pool? It's a, They're terrible at excuses. Yeah. So Jerry's on the phone with Kramer and they catch him because uh, Rava comes out and uh, he says, Ma, I told you, just dip the bread in the batter and put yeah. it right in the pan. Okay, yeah. bye. He always comes up with some lame excuses. The worst the excuses ever. Yeah. Uh, my mother, she forgot how to make French toast. You know how mothers are. And Rava, my mother left us when we were six years yeah. old. When I was six years old, all seven of us. Seven. Yeah. We never heard from her again. I hope she's riding in the alley somewhere. Uh, Jerry, my mom's in Florida. She got one of those condos. Never been down there. Um... So it's really hot. <laughs> Ray enters with a tray of pastries. I love these pastries. You know, in Scandinavian mythology, the pastries were the food of the gods. <laughs> the pastries. Pastries. That's so pastries. Great. He's it's so, so broad shit. too. It's such a broad yeah. fucking yeah. pastries. Scandinavian <laughs> mythology. What? They're eating fucking crawlers. <laughs> and Jerry's got to get out of there. So he says, uh, listen, I just remembered I'm uh, getting a facial. They go to bounce. How about dinner? Dinner's for suckers. Yeah, Jerry says, no, I don't eat dinner. It's for suckers. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Like, that's... I want to start saying that to people. Yeah, dinner's for suckers. You know, yeah. or breakfast, lunch, whatever. Just yeah, I, just anything I don't like for suckers. That's right. Um, yeah. So, the next scene, they are in Jerry's apartment. Uh, and they're all there, um, and they all. Kramer is. Kramer says, "Let's go get him." He, yeah, he, he's adamant. Yeah, Kramer wants to go. Let's go get him. Um, Jerry says, "Yeah, all right." And Elaine just goes, "Can you just let it go?" Kramer again, "You want to go get him?" Um, Elaine says, "You should forget it." And George is like, "I already told my parents. Come on, my mom's making her roast potatoes. This is. Yeah. The, I, I need this. They're so happy. You know, he's he just wants to please them. They're having a celebration about it. Estelle Costanza makes certain things. She must make certain things like yeah. extremely well. Paella, paella, yeah. right? The 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 roasted potatoes. A couple yeah. things, yeah. She really, you know, it. she really shines in a few areas. Yeah. 
But then, you know, you hear Frank. Yeah. And he does not like well, her food. Well, what is yeah, but Frank is a jam in the kitchen. Apparently, allegedly. Oily. Oily. <laughs> crab cakes are dry. Crab cakes. Again, Kramer, I say we get them. Andy's Diner. Fire off there. Well, we're heading there next. Uh, I say cake. we get them. Elaine, no. <clears throat> Jerry, I'll call him. So, Jerry calls him, and uh, again, a little um, side note here. It's the first time he ever refers to the cafe as Monks. As Monks Cafe. He yeah. says, meet me at Monks. He says, you know, the cafe, Monks. Um, and uh, it's funny because that's that's... George, uh, Kramer keeps saying get him, and you can tell, like, Jerry and George would probably say no to getting him before Kramer said no. Right. But even those two being, like, non-confrontational guys, when Elaine's like, can we just not get him? Those two look at each other. No, they gotta get him. Just no. Like, they want to just go No, I wouldn't be able to let that go either. No. No, I'm getting that. Yeah. So, uh, the next scene, they're at Monk's, and uh, George and Jerry are sitting there back-to-back in different booths. Yeah. And, Doing a sting. Um, George the jury with all alternatives. He said one o'clock. Uh, he's late. He is always late. Ray's always late. Ray's always late. It's his thing. It's part of his. Doesn't Jerry say it's part of his mo? Part of his mo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he comes in. He says, uh, "Right away." I can't believe you asked me about the statue. He's got the varsity jacket on again. Yeah. I yeah. feel like they put him in that to make him just look CB even younger. more of a... Yeah. yeah. And fraudy a little bit. Like, you think a guy, maybe his high caliber, wouldn't be wearing, like, jeans and a varsity jacket? I feel like... Right. Just makes it, the whole thing seem... Right. Fraudulent. Um, in front do you know of Rava, much, he says, yeah. Yes. You know how much trouble you got me in, too? Uh, Rava's standing right next to me. I never told her where I got it. Jerry, right away, he just assumes he's admitting to stealing it. Um, and uh, he says, uh, give it back. What are you talking about? And Jerry says, what are you talking about? So he says, uh, you know, Ray, I had a statue in my house. You were there. Then I saw it in the house. Um, are you saying I stole your statue? I can't believe what I'm hearing. Yeah. And George is back there repeating everything Jerry's saying. Yes. He's getting yeah, yeah. He's getting fired up. Cause then he not... gets into, well, then he gets into fucking... He's like, oh, I got it from the pawn shop. Well, yes, but th- yeah, that's where he says it. For your, for your information, I got the statue room pawn shop. Yes, Six? a pawn shop in Chinatown. With the money it. I earned from cleaning people's apartments. <laughs> and cleaning them out, George says. And cleaning them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jerry elbows him. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, look, Ray, you were the only person in my house. Uh, what's behind this? Uh, is Rava, isn't it? Again, with the Rava, you yeah. want her. They're always accusing... Jerry, Jerry of wanting, wanting someone, yeah. Rava or being, you know, wanting their love. Jealous of their love. Their love. Yes. yes. <laughs> and George is like, what is this Rava? You want Jerry yeah. says, no, she's a little too cheery for me. That's and he great. says, she's from Finland. Finland, do you understand? Yeah. Do you know anything about the Finn? Are they Finland? sad? It's, it's, it's dismal up there. You know, really? you know it's, that. It's not, it's like cloudy. It's like Alaska. It's, it's cloudy. It's cold. They fish. They drink, oh, it's, bro. Yeah, it's dark. It's Sounds dark. You know, like we found out. Time. We knew someone that dated someone from Alaska, and the, so no one's close. Like your best friend's like forty-five minutes away. You got to drive to each other. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. out here. So they would. I'd call you or you. I'd be like, Drew. You know what? I want to hang out tonight, but I was going to come, but I'm depressed. Most people are like depressed. What do you mean? But there tomorrow they'll be like, Oh yeah, I'm good. They use depression like it's like a, a sick. Like you got. 
Oh, I just got hit with a little depression right now. I'll be good tomorrow. But it's because they're in perpetual darkness for fucking yeah. six months. Then it goes to light for six that. months. It'd yeah, be great. I don't think I'd like the light. But isn't that part. nutty? Like, if I called you, I was like, yeah, you know, I was going to ride out to you, but damn, I'm just feeling real depressed tonight. But, you know, well, maybe tomorrow we'll link up in the morning and get some breakfast. What's up with, like, Anchorage, though? Like, I think that's probably more developed and not maybe. I don't know. All I know is this is from someone that lived out there. I don't know what part. I just know they were far away from right. from people and they used, they used depression as a. a, a you know. So, um, I'm sure the Finns are like that. So, uh, is it me? I watched. I watched. It was like uh, um, Anthony Bourdain did something up there. That That's guy, right. he's awesome. Yeah, he's the best. He is the best. So, oh. so um, they're going back and forth, and uh, Ray says, <coughs> I would love to take you down to the shop uh, where I got it. Jerry says, that's not necessary. George fucking slams his menu. Yeah. Uh, George Jerry says maybe it's not an idea Ray and I would love to nothing would please me more but unfortunately the guy retired and moved to Singapore Singapore do you hear this this is just George is talking out loud at this point he's not even hiding that um, uh, he says if you really want maybe I can contact the guy in Singapore and have him make a photo stat of the receipt photo and send stat. it over a photo stat 91 we're talking yeah. yeah a photo stat he has it with him in Singapore <laughs> Sure. Why wouldn't he have his records? Listen, he, brought, he brought all his files. So George fucking snaps. That's it. That's it. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. Where are you going, Slapper? I can't take it anymore. Uh, George gets up from the chair, confronts Ray. You stole the statue. You're a thief. You're a liar. Ray's wondering who this is. They go back and forth a little bit. Georgia says, I'm the fucking judge. The fucking, you know, oh, actually, I'm sorry. That didn't happen yet. <clears throat> so he says, um, I have to get going. I have a class. George says, a class at Columbia. Let me tell you something, pal. I called the registrar's office. I checked you out. They have no record of they... Ray Thomas. <laughs> and uh, what's his fucking, oh, here, yeah. Ray Thomas Wachinski is what he yeah. claims. He's under his full, his name, Ray his legal Thomas name. Is... Ray Thomas is a professional, professional name. He's a fucking... He's he's a maid. Right. Well, he's... Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But right now, he's currently... He's currently a maid. A maid, right. yeah. Um, you mean alias, he says. And uh, as soon as he gets... He says, you're starting to make me angry. George backs right down. You know? George so, does not even... He talks shit. Yeah, but he does not, not want any conversation. Not, no smoke at all. Nothing. Um... So, you know, he leaves, and uh, Jerry, as he's leaving, goes, how did you get the goop out of the top of the dishwashing liquid? It was like a brand-new nozzle. I think that Adam, I think him just being so adamant about it, it is what really makes me focus on that when I clean. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's this episode. Uh, so the next scene, they're in the, uh, uh, Elaine and Rava are in the elevator. <clears throat> well, they're getting ready to get in the elevator at the publishing place. Rava's smoking. Yeah, exactly. Rava is smoking, walking into the elevator. And at first they're talking nicely about uh, what they did. And she says, you know, we made love for hours like animals. Uh, and then the next cut of the elevator, they're going back and forth. 
yeah, about what they were trying right. to avoid. By the time they got to the floor, they're they're up there, right? They're, they're beating. And she says, "You're just jealous of us, yeah. our love, our love. Everyone's jealous of their love." Yeah, she claims, um, claims there's a jealousy. Uh, let's see. Reminds me of one of my favorite Will Ferrell characters. Do you guys remember the Lovers? Do you we'll, we'll, eat, we'll, eat, we'll eat grapes and ham under the, yeah, the moonlight. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Fallon can't stop laughing. Goat meat. Yes, hunches. Yes. I, Mike Chevy. Our friend, Barbara Hernandez. Yes, Mike Chevy. Goat meat. Barbara. He's like, we filled ourselves on hunches of goat. Hunches. Hunches. What the fuck cut is a hunch? Haunches? Yeah, a haunch. Come right here. make love with me. Ah, fuck! There's another one. He goes, come make love with me on Hearth's Edge. Hearth's? Hearth's Edge. They're laying in front of a fireplace. Hearth! <laughs> oh, at that one, they're at like a mountain resort. <laughs> it's hilarious. So as they are uh, getting into, you know, Ray's very upset over these accusations. So you think he stole it? Well, you have to admit circumstantial evidence. I admit nothing. Uh, someone's asking her to put out the cigarette. He says, Elaine, you know, they're talking more about it. She says it's a big coincidence. And this yeah. is kind of funny because I don't know how I feel on this. She says it's not a big coincidence. There's no big coincidence or small ones. It's just coincidence because it is a coincidence. Like, what do you think on that? Do you think there's degrees of coincidence? No. It's like... You're, well, let me, let's like, give an example. It's like pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're not almost pregnant. You're not a little pregnant. Give me a coincidence example. So. Um, I mean, well, just one. I, there was a statue. Ray went in. Next thing you know, the statue's at their house. The coincidence would be that they both have the same statue. Same statue, right. right. Now. Yeah. Would that be a coin? Would the, that be small coincidence, regular coincidence, or big coincidence? You know what? Guess, what if What if you went to the house and you had Jerry's shoes, you had Jerry's wallet, you had his same phone, you had his chair, you had his TV, you had the statue, and you had all his plates? Is that a big coincidence? Because you'd be like, well, you have everything. Because because I would say a small coincidence would be uh, me and you both having um. Well, no, that sounds the deliberate same, though. But would we have the same? You know, we had the same. Uh, Coincidental, me and you took these from somewhere else, thinking they were each other's because we had the same. Right. That might be small, but if me and you had the same rig, same tool, tool, same dab. I do have that tool. That's what I'm saying. You know, we could. It might. I don't know. I feel like <sighs> Roman. What do you think? I feel like I Rava's off. Thing. I feel like Rava's so glum. Is that the word? Glum, gloom, glum. Yeah. That she won't say there's a degree of coincidence. But I think there is. Yeah. She's just trying to be like... I thought there wasn't until I just thought of that. I thought she was right. And now I think... Yeah, now I think there there is degrees of coincidence. Yeah. Um, she says, ask anyone. She's smoking the cigarette. And the guy goes, please put that out. And she says, maybe I'll put it out in your face. Yeah. And Elaine says, maybe... Uh, shouldn't you be out on the ledge somewhere? Yeah. So... That pops uh, to the next scene in Jerry's apartment. George is telling his parents, and what happens? Yeah. No potatoes. She cancels the potatoes. No potatoes. George is fucking upset. No roast yeah, potatoes, no man. Would be too. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I mean, right now I'm starving, so I would Oh, my God. I'm ravenous. Ravenous. Stop using that word. You use it way too uh, yeah, often. Yeah, but it's applicable. Apple gabble. So, 
yeah, his mom doesn't react at his appointment very, uh, not very well. And here's Kramer. I'm not happy about this. He's not? Yeah. And here goes another thing. They just say some wild shit in the show sometimes. Elaine, who's totally against it. Why don't we just throw a Molotov cocktail through their window? Yeah. So she's suggesting arson. Well, it's probably because uh, of her negative interaction murder. with right. motherfucking Rava. But I'm just saying she's she's suggesting no, I know extreme payback from not wanting to have be any involvement before. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, it, it goes a lot. Extreme. Elaine also had a dog kidnapped. You know, she was on yeah. some shit. She's yeah, gonna have the dog killed. She's got. She's done some other things. What about the name? You know, the what, she remember she didn't she almost kill the neighbor's cat? She, she, le- she electrocuted the socket yeah, and then the cat's electronic feeder one. So it went off. <laughs> they had to slide the meat under the door. So classic. Um here we go. Um Yes. Uh we go to the next scene. Ray's apartment. Police open up. It's Kramer. Ray is looking at the statue. I mean, they're clearly indicating yeah. this that he's stolen and he's right. coveting it. Yeah. Fucking right. So this motherfucker and Kramer comes and he says, "Freeze, mother! Freeze, mama!" Yeah. Well, here it says mother. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. I thought it, I have mama written down, but yeah, I, I thought that was funny. Mama, but it's interesting that they like. Yeah, I think it. Is, I think it actually is mama. Like Freeze, mama. Um. Ray says, hey, he throws him against the wall, shot him, spread him. I said, spread him. Uh, you're in big trouble, son. Burglary, grand larceny, possession of stolen goods, and uh, murder. And Raymer just keeps him against that wall. He finds that statue fast. Good to tell him, make love to that wall. Yeah, make love to the yeah, wall. Yeah, make love to that wall. Pervert. He calls him a pervert. Uh, you know, he says, your name, Ray? Yeah, he says, you're the punk I'm looking for. Um, he l- looks at the array of statues. See, I haven't even noticed that. I guess Ray has yeah, a bunch like of a statues. Few, yeah, I didn't there's realize like a that. Few more. We need to hold that statue. What if it turns out he didn't steal it and Ray just had statues? Then? Okay, well, it's interesting because oh, wow. he did Never noticed that. Tchotchkes on his fucking wall. Uh, he grabs a statue, puts it in the duffel bag. Uh, Ray says, hey, are you a cop? Yeah, I'm a cop. I'm a damn good cop. Today's your lucky day, Junior. I'm going to let you go. He leaves. Rolls into the next scene. Kramer is telling everyone to come into Jerry's. It's George, Elaine, Jerry. Kramer looks like he just got done a, a hard day of uh, on the beat as a cop. Yeah. You know, yeah, like an old school detective. And, uh, you know, he's stretching his suspenders and it shows him the statue and uh, they can't believe it. Um, they just, you know, he calls it the hubbub. So, uh, uh, that's what he says. Pretty corny line. I didn't take him, I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't take him to people's court. Yeah. You know? And uh, George is so happy. He's going to get the roasted potatoes. His mom's going to be great. She doesn't have to be disappointed. They're going to love him. Everything's going to be fine. And uh, as he's looking at it longingly, Kramer slaps him on the back. Yeah. And George drops it. Butterfingers. Smashes that fucking thing. Um, That's it. And uh, it goes into just this last little bit in the stand-up. And... uh, Jerry's talking about people stealing from you, um, and it's, you know, it's another corny little bit about Fortress of uh, Security, and da 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 and, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, that's what he talks about, leaving your shit in your sneaker at the beach. 
Yes. Yeah. He's like, you want to go in the water? You want to hide all your fucking, your whole shit in your sink? That's pretty funny because that is dumb. It's and do. everyone. It's real stupid. Yeah, I mean, I never thought of that. Well, I feel but like, like it's like that out of sight, out of mind type Yeah, fucking. it's just crazy. You know, it's nutty. Um, so that's the end of the show. Um, and, you know, it's another good one. That was really a funny episode uh, and, and, and brought a lot of the character traits out in a lot of people. And it also is is a great episode for, you know, secondary characters like Ray yeah. and Rava having a big yeah. part, you no. know, making fucking jokes and being memorable. Yeah. You remember Ray. You remember them both yeah. because they're so outrageous. In, Dude, you know? in the opposite ways. Norit yeah. Capel, uh, who played Rava, was Richard Lewis's ex-girlfriend. And Jerry's friends with her. And she was on the set being real troublesome and being a problem. And really, yeah, she would like snap back at people, and she was doing it because she knew Jerry. She thought she could like be and that I, way. And really, and Jerry said, "You know what? Um, you know what, Norit? This is a quote. He said, talking to you is like driving a truck full of nitrous glycer- glyceride, nitroglyceride, uh, down a bumpy road.' Oh, wow, yeah. So, you know, he, she clearly was kind of a." See you next Tuesday in real life. Yeah. Um, another quick fact, uh, the original elevator argument wasn't going to be about them stealing and all that. It was just going to be a quick back and forth about who was better person, Jerry or Ray. Just them arguing the, who was better. Um, and there's a few other early drafts. That was most of like the extra like like tidbits about this episode. In the early draft, Jerry's grandfather was named in this. Irving yeah. Seinfeld. Ooh, Irving. 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 That's funny. Crazy, right? Irv. Um, Marla the Virgin auditioned for Rava but didn't get it that would have been another person who couldn't have played it no No. not with that accent you need that guess what she was in Marla she was also uh, Frasier yeah she was heavy in Frasier big role in Frasier interesting I think Michael Richard said this episode and one other episode maybe season 12 of this episode 12 of this season or another season I'm not sure it defined Kramer. Uh, that's like he said; those really made him like. Yeah, I yeah, can see that. I, the see, that, I see that yeah. character out. Um, He's always got some disguises going or some aliases. Yeah. He's oh, that was the line I forgot to say when he says, "It's I, I." You looked me up under my full name. He Ray says, Thomas "That's Marchinsky. my full name." He's like, "My state. This is my stage name." My and professional says, name. Yes, and he says, "You mean alias?" Yes, so good. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much that episode. That one was fucking. That one's great though. Yeah, that's um, a good one. That's uh, one of the standouts, man. I mean, we're how many how many episodes are in? We're ten episodes deep. But how many episodes? Oh, are I don't in know. This season? I, you know, I never I think look it's at it a like little that. bit longer than season one, but still not to their full like twenty or whatever. Awesome. I think wow. it's like twelve or something. I want to hold on. I want to grab something real quick. This is show real quick before we. Oh, I know what he's grabbing. What's he grabbing, Roman? The toys. Oh my god, Joe, I'm fucking starving. I'm gonna just probably. Maybe just have a bowl of cereal or something. Maybe I'll get a quesadilla from Roman. I feel like that's maybe like a little more health conscious than a hoagie. Does your other quesadilla? I mean. Yeah, I mean. Why don't you just get like a fucking salad or. Not from Wawa. No. Those greens aren't fresh, especially not this time of night. Oh, I wanted to show these characters because I'm about to get the second wave of them from the guy. I figured I'd give him a shout out and let him know that we did that. Um, let me just pull up uh, his eBay name. 
and uh, show these off. These are fucking, these are really fucking dope. Um, so this is weird, but it's eBay user DC four DL four dash three. That's all I know. You don't have like um any any other social media. You know, I tried to get out of. He might have a Facebook or something, but <clears throat> DC. Number four, DL4-3. So he made these one-off um, custom figures uh, of Elaine, Jerry, George, and Kramer. And they're all from uh, G.I. Joe's that he repurposed. Um, they're pretty cool. Um, he added these, these um, jewel cases that you can open up, which are pretty sick. So... This is the back. This is the backing of them. You know, Elaine there. Little tidbit about her, and then the character and the dress here. Yeah. This one's awesome because one leg smaller than the other. It's really nice. So it's like hilarious, but they're pretty good customs. The way yeah. he. Uh, the and way she's he got made the them. backpack. The, yeah. Uh... Her her extra. He included extras that were not listed with them, and her extra was the backpack, which I thought was fucking awesome. Um, the next one we have here. Kramer with the risk board. The risk board's yeah. great. Yeah. Kramer's good. Uh, you know, up close, these are, they look kind of funny, but they're awesome because I really like the, the bootleg. That's what's look. great about it. They're one, one of one. one. Right. Yeah. Getting these. Uh, he also just released the second set that we're going to get here. Um, yeah, this is great. Uh, then we have Jerry in the puffy shirt. He comes with two boxes of Junior Mints, which is great. Hilarious. Spare a little change for an old buccaneer. <laughs> Spare a little change for an old buccaneer. It's really not a bad looking shirt. Look, even under here you can see the old backing of them, but you know, we'll fix that. Um, and then George is really the creme de la creme here. Yes. Uh, because he's got the Henry VIII suit on um, with human fun. <laughs> and it, look at the picture Kruger's office. Oh, wow. That's pretty oh, sick. Man, that's awesome. And it came with the helmet. The helmet, <laughs> the hat comes off. I was hoping that it came, and he sent me a little fucking thing of extras. So He was trying to get back at Ruthie Cohen. Yeah. Look, these and, are unpunched. And Lloyd Braun. Unpunched. Nice. One of one. Uh, these will probably never get remade, but if they do, these they are the They would first never ones. look the same. Yeah, they'll look totally different. Um, and he added this cool little bit right here. Diorama. Which is, yeah, yeah Jerry's yeah. apartment, so you could like, set them up if you want. Oh, here you go. I have a... Okay. So his Facebook is uh, Hanger327, and he does customs. Right now, he has a bunch of, like, friends toys up that he made, sure. characters. So, um, but, yeah, um, this guy really kills it. Uh, and he has uh, anything for sale on eBay can be purchased for a discount if you contact him at the Facebook page. Hanger327customs at gmail.com. He's the man. Thanks, guys. That was, uh, what, episode six? Season two. Yeah. Roman. And five. Five and six. We did a double header. We did a double header. We fucking did that. We were, I was a little tired, a little stoned at first, but now I'm ready to go. We're going to go get some fucking food, I'm too. Tired. Where yeah. are you going? Fucking, fucking Andy's, knows. man. You yeah, know where we're going. going. So I'm 
Roman's Andy's. going to Andy's. Thanks, guys. Hangar 327 at Facebook. Roman, you want to take us out? That's it. All right, guys, see you next week. Peace.